Would you say that you're empowered to make deliberate choices about your life and your career as a nurse and as a private citizen? Do you make your life happen, or does it just happen to you? Well, today's guest, nurse life coach Rob Hillman, is a veritable treasure trove of nurse empowerment and self-care. Let's dig deep with Rob right here on episode 198 of The Nurse Keith Show. Well, hello and welcome to The Nurse Keith Show. I am so grateful that you're listening, whether it's your first time tuning in with us or you've been hanging out for months or years here on the airwaves. And thank you for being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. This podcast is all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that can get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. Meanwhile, If you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 198. So today we have Rob Hillman, a registered nurse, certified life coach and speaker, and we're going to get into his bio in a little bit. Bit. But Rob, first, I just want to welcome you to the Nurse Keith Show. Thank you, Keith. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. And let's jump right into it. And then we'll talk a little bit about your past. And okay. I just want to know, what is it that nurses need to most keep in mind when we're thinking about self-empowerment and self-care and getting what we want out of our lives and our careers? What would you say? Oh my gosh, there's so many good answers to that. Um, But I would say one thing is just making sure, I think a lot of times, this is a very life coaching answer, by the way, but a lot of times I think as just normal human beings, we get kind of caught up in the circumstances of what's happening to us and the people, how they're treating us and how we feel about that. And what I really talk a lot about with my clients or just really anybody I'm talking to is trying to find those ways to empower yourself and make sure that you are doing the things that are going to help you get what you want. I think a lot of times we get, especially with Facebook and the ways our media system works, where we're always kind of encouraged to be sort of mildly dissatisfied and outraged with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if we really focus on ourselves and what we can do about, you know, to initiate change or whatever it is that we want, but if we focus on ourselves, I think we get a lot better results from that often. It's not just about being right all the time. It's about making sure we're getting what we want. Mm-hmm. And I know that some of the things that you focus on are that our brains love habit. We love habitual thinking, or we just are habitual creatures. And you've also mentioned to me in your writings and here in the stuff you sent me before we recorded, you think a lot about negativity bias, the human negativity bias, and also imposter syndrome. So my assumption is that you're a certified life coach and a nurse, right? So Mm -hmm. my assumption is, is that a lot of people come to you and you hear these messages or stories over and over, don't you? Absolutely. Tell me a little bit about the common threads that you see with the nurses who come to you. 
I spend a lot of time talking about the brain. It's one of the nice things about being both a nurse and a life coach is that I think I've got a good view into how they both work together. But our brains have evolved in very certain ways to work, right? And one of the things that it wants more than anything else, your brain wants to be very efficient at whatever it is that it does. So it wants to learn how to do something, and then it never really wants to have to think about that thing ever again. You know, we learn to walk when we're little kids. That's why it's so hard when people get into accidents or and have to learn how to walk again. Oh. It's really, really challenging because their brain is not used to having to think about that. It doesn't want to expend the energy. Right. When you walk into a patient's room, your brain, you know, doesn't want to be thinking, oh, well, how what's the order that I need to do my bed, you know, my head to toe assessment in? It wants to just do it. And then your brain wants to pay attention to new and exciting stuff. It wants to pay attention to are there fresh signs of decline? Is my spider sense going off that something weird is happening? Your brain is always drawn to the new and the exciting and the dangerous which is the negativity bias where we really are, we look for the bad things in our lives because back when we were living on the Savannah, if it was an optimist like me, like I probably would have been out there smelling the flowers and then I would have gotten eaten by a saber-toothed tiger. So our brains automatically go toward anxiety and negativity because we're looking for those bad things to make sure that we're not in danger from them. I've read um, that. I've read that, yeah. that that negativity bias has been proven. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's very interesting how it works. I think as nurses, too, I mean, we are specifically trained to look for the problems. We're not looking at all the ways our patient is healthy. We're looking for all the ways there's something we need to help with, there's something we need to fix, there's something we need to attend to. We're completely trained to be looking for the problems in any situation. And so then when it comes back to our regular lives, like it takes some effort where we really have to teach ourselves to pay attention to the good things because the good things are there. No matter how burnt out and unhappy we are, there are still good things that happen in our lives. Our brain just doesn't naturally pay attention to them unless we train it to do so. Right. And then a nurse listening to this conversation we're having right now might say, well, the charge nurse on my unit is the saber-toothed tiger. <laughs> and all the other nurses around me are like hyenas who are looking for their next piece of raw meat to chew on. So I think we're up against, or the nurses who are working out in the clinical space in difficult environments, or let's say unhealthy work cultures, mm -hmm. um, they face the saber-toothed tiger or packs of hyenas every single day. And I think that's where people get really stuck. And before we go any further, I just want to say that, you know, you're a registered nurse, you're a certified life coach, you're a motivational speaker. You and I have hung out at the National Nurses and Business Association conference in Vegas. Um, we see each other there every year. And your bio says the following, and I think this is interesting. It says, determined not to be a statistic and end up hating his job as a nurse. We're going to get back to that. Rob turned to coaching and watched his entire perspective of on life turn around as he found the tools and skills to empower himself and take control of his experience. He now works with others, mostly nurses, right, who are ready to start finding ways to help themselves get the life they want. And if people want to find you, you're at robhillmancoaching.com. That's R-O-B-B. -B. 
hillmancoaching.com. So let's unpack your bio a little, because I think your bio tells us a lot about where you're coming from. So Mm -hmm. what could you say about not wanting to be a statistic and ending up hating your job? Is that based on your observations of the people around you, the nurses around you? Yes. I mean, both what I saw, I think I had a fairly typical new grad experience, actually probably better than most because I was at a very supportive hospital, but it was hard. I mean, you can say whatever you want. People say a lot of things about nursing, but no one will ever say nursing is easy. That's and very true, isn't it? I, I had definite challenges and struggles where I couldn't believe, like I felt like I hadn't learned anything in school, you know, I, very typical kind of things. And I don't know, I just got to that point where, I mean, because you read the statistics, I think the last one I read was that 50% of nurses will leave their first job within two years because they're so unhappy with it. That's actually true. I, I've heard that many, many times. Yeah. I did not want that to be me, or I was so miserable that I just couldn't cut it and was constantly running from job to job trying to find happiness in my work. Um, now, Mind you, I have had quite a few different jobs, but it was because I'm one of those people that don't know what I want to do when I grow up and I like trying new things. But that's very different. Running to something new is very different from running away from an unhappy experience. Mm -hmm. And I did not want to get to that point where... I was just so miserable. I mean, because there were times where I was like, do I even really want to be a nurse? Like I put a lot of work into being a nurse and I love being a nurse. The highs of being a nurse are amazing, Mm -hmm. but the lows are challenging. And I wanted to find ways to help me through those lows in a positive and productive way rather than just falling apart like too many people do. That makes a lot of sense. So, you know, you mentioned starting your first job and not feeling like you learned anything or could remember anything. And I think that's where imposter syndrome comes in. And I think most of us probably experience that. And that's because we're coming into a milieu where we were only nurses, nursing students. And now here we are holding people's lives in our hands and we're totally responsible for their care. So that's pretty scary, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And when we're facing those scary things, those saber-toothed tigers and hyenas and unusual situations, and who else knows what's out on the the healthcare savanna, if you'll accept that <laughs> weird metaphor. I'm, I'm loving the metaphor, Keith. Oh, good. That'll be your next blog post is the healthcare savanna. I'm totally savanna. stealing it. <laughs> yeah. No charge. No charge. So if a nurse is feeling that she or he has that negativity bias and their habitual way of thinking has gone has gone south let's say and they are thinking negatively about their work all the time or about their colleagues or about their patients or about their career choice and it's bleeding over into them feeling miserable at home as parents or adult children of elderly parents or caregivers or whatever so what are some of the steps that you might lead someone through to get them to the other side? And I know everybody's different, but there must be some common things that you do with people to help them turn this stuff around, right? Yes. And that's, okay. it's a great question because I think a lot of people feel this way. And kind of one of the questions I start with is you have to make a choice. And it, I think a lot of us, because we're so overwhelmed with everything else, we're just waiting for things to get better and we're waiting for something to change. 
And kind of the question I ask is, do you want to wait for someone else to come in and magically fix your problem for you? Or do you want to take responsibility for what's going on, which sounds scary, but it then empowers you to now do something about it? I think one of the things, so I, one of my first jobs was I ended up working on an inpatient psychiatry unit which I thought I was going to hate and ended up loving it. But we helped people. Some of our patients would go through cognitive behavioral therapy, mm. um, which I'm not an expert in. So, you know, we didn't do it on the unit, but we set people up with it. And basically it t- took people who, you know, when things got bad and they were having meltdowns, they realized they didn't make very good decisions in those moments. So the therapy helps them make decisions ahead of time so that when they get into those situations, they're like, they don't have to try and use the front part of their brain to make good choices. They can just, okay, this is the point where I'm supposed to call my mom or walk away or whatever it was in the situation, they would make decisions ahead of time to help them when they got in those moments where they couldn't make those decisions. It was very, very helpful. And what I soon realized is that that was not only helpful for people with mental illness, it's really helpful for all of us because that happens to everybody. If we make decisions ahead of time, if we take a deliberate action to make our lives better, Mm -hmm. like it changes everything. And that's what happened with me where I was frustrated. I didn't know really what I wanted. So I didn't know where I was headed. I didn't really know what like to do. And so, but just making that decision, okay, I am going to figure it out of what I can do to, to figure out what I want and how I'm going to get there. And like just making that choice sort of changed my perspective on everything. So instead of me being the victim, that was just, you know, all this horrible stuff was happening to me. Mm -hmm. It was now I was in control and I could help write the story a little bit better. I love that. I think that's great. And what I often say, and I think you'll resonate with this because it's pretty much an echo of what you're saying, is that I ask people or I tell them, do you want to make your career and your life happen or do you want them to happen to you? And Mm -hmm. I perceive and have witnessed a lot of nurses out there who feel like their career is happening to them. Like they got out of nursing school, they survived the slings and arrows of nursing education, which you and I know there are many, right? Many of us Mm -hmm. struggle for various reasons during nursing school, whether it's personal or not, and or it might be scholastic or whatever else, or learning skills. And we get out of school and everyone says, you have to work med surge. Like everyone's shooting all over you. I often say that. And I've shared on this podcast many times that I was like, no, not working in med surge. Sorry, going right into the community. And people were like, that's crazy. That's stupid. You know, and I was like, well, stop shooting on me. I know what (laughs) I want to do. And I think a lot of nurses out there, what I perceive is that they get stuck and they're doing hospital nursing, for instance. And I can't tell you how many people call me and say, I don't know what else I can actually do other than working in acute care. And I say, okay, honey, let's sit down and have this conversation because there's so many other choices. But we get, I think, isn't that part of that where we get stuck and the negativity bias takes over and then we can't see anything outside of like five feet in front of us? Yes, it's because we get stuck in our own habits that Uh we didn't even realize we had created 
I hear so many nurses who are like, I hate my med surge job. I just want to leave nursing altogether. <laughs> and I just want to be like, wait, stop. It is perfectly fine if you don't want to work med surge. And guess what? There are like 500 other nursing jobs that you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when we go through school, they really do hit that, that you, you know, being a nurse means working in a hospital. True. And my nursing jobs have all been in hospitals and I have learned a lot from them, but there's lots of other jobs that you can do there. You know, Donna Cardillo has a great program on career alternatives in nursing. She does. You just look anywhere. Like there's so much information out there, but it just takes stepping outside of that habit of your comfort zone thinking, you know, this is the devil that I know and I'm here. And it's, it's very often very, it's much easier for us to stay where we are rather than risk the trying something new, which we don't know if we'll like it better or not. But if you're miserable, like try something new, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? Absolutely. And if I remember, and if I forget, one of you listening can remind me, or Rob, you can remind me. I'm going to try to put a link to Donna Cardillo's Career Alternatives program in the show notes. So somebody remind me if I forget. <laughs> and those it is will, an excellent program. I is. took that from her years ago when I was like, what do I want to do? And it just kind of opened my eyes to a lot of different possibilities that I hadn't even considered was an option. Absolutely. There's so many things we can do. And I think because of that, that narrow thinking that we get brainwashed with in nursing school to some extent, and there's such a hyper focus on the hospital. And I understand we learn great skills in the hospital, right? I mean, there's amazing mm-hmm. things to learn, but it's really only about 50 to 60% of nurses who work in the hospital, if that might be less now. So, you know, we all need to be open to what's going to float our boat. So it sounds like part of the work you do is helping people identify their, their, their negative thinking, the negative bias, look at their bad habits of thinking or action. And then your job, I think, what I perceive is that it's helping them find the experiences and the results that they want in their life. And that might be getting unstuck from something that feels pretty terrible, right? I always tell my clients, like, I'm not a person that gives advice. Mm -hmm. I can't fix people's lives. I don't know what you need. I don't know what you want. But what coaches do in general is that we help uncover your blind spots about the things you're doing that you don't even realize that you're doing. Um, And it's about empowering you to make the decisions and the choices that are going to take you where you want to go. Nice. Nice I'm not going to choose for you, but you get to choose. You just sometimes people have to be led down the path of this is let's open your eyes and look at the possibilities that are actually right in front of you. And you just didn't see them because it's always easier to see problems right in other people than in ourselves. I mean, I'm pretty aware and Mm -hmm. I coach myself all the time because I fall into traps and to habits that I have. Um, It is a constant kind of not a a struggle. It's a journey. Yeah. And we don't have to be at the end of our journey today because we want to enjoy the journey. And, you know, I'm really cautious about telling people they have bad habits because it's just a habit. Mm -hmm. Uh, It doesn't have to be good or bad. It just is what it is without the judgment. And then we can evaluate that habit. Is this helping me get where I want to go or is it getting in the way of where I want to go? Great. And at that, 
We are going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some of the solutions that you're putting out in the world for nurses. How's that? Sounds good. All right. So now we're going to take a pause for the cause for just a moment. Please consider becoming a patron of The Nurse Keith Show, just like other listeners who value this show so much that they want to give just a little bit each month to support the work we're doing here. When you pledge, you not only get the satisfaction of helping produce and support The Nurse Keith Show, you also get some pretty cool premiums and gifts directly from little old me. Please just head over to patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash nurse Keith to read all about it. Also, please consider signing up for my newsletter at nursekeith.com. And remember to leave a rating and review of the show over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes or at facebook.com forward slash nursekeithcoaching. And did you know that there are job listings at nursekeith.com? That's right. You can now find jobs from both reload.com and ZipRecruiter in the resources section of nursekeith.com. Finally, if someone you know could benefit from career coaching with me, please consider referring them. And if they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for an hour of coaching with me. And there's no expiration date on that credit. So you can keep it in your back pocket until you need it the most. And remember, you can refer as many people as you like and continue to earn coaching credits with me. What a deal. Anyway, those are my sincere asks of you, dear listener. So now let's dig back into today's topic and episode and hop back into the studio. And we're back. Thanks for hanging out for the break. And thanks for coming back to episode 198 of the Nurse Keith Show. We appreciate you hanging out. I am here with Rob Hillman, registered nurse, certified life coach, motivational speaker, and awesome human being who I can absolutely say that about because I've been in his physical presence a number of times and he is amazing. So Rob, welcome back to the second half. Thank you, Keith. I'm very flattered. Sure. Well, well, there's there's a lot of amazing things about you and that's why I wanted to have you on the show because, you know, you have a lot to share. And I think what you and I do with nurses is somewhat similar. We have some areas where we were parallel with one Mm -hmm. another. And that makes me think maybe someday you and I are going to offer something to nurses together as a team. I would like to talk about that for the future, because I think you and I have similarities and differences in what we offer and what we do and the way we look at things that I think are pretty pretty darn um pretty darn aligned energetic. I would agree with that. I would yeah. agree. So in terms of solutions, so we talked about some of the problems before the break. So in terms of solutions, the first thing I want to mention is the nurse action pack. So this is your current project. I am involved as one of the participants. And the way you described it in writing is that it's a gathering of books courses, and other products from an array of nurse coaches and entrepreneurs, all of which are designed to help nurses find the empowerment for themselves inside them so they can take control and love their jobs and love their lives. Is that still what you picture as the mission of the Nurse Action Pack? Absolutely. This was just a great way where I could 
instead of trying to do everything by myself, uh-huh. is gathering so many of these great people out there that are doing awesome things and bring us all together to kind of, you know, just sort of jumpstart that help that we can help people with. Right. And so the Nurse Action Pack, I know people can read about it at nurseactionpack.com. So that's the um, URL where you can find it. There will be a link at robhillmancoaching.com once the Nurse Action Pack launches. So if people want to take part in the Nurse Action Pack first, what are some of the results they might expect from getting involved and participating as someone who's taking in all the wisdom that's being offered in the Nurse Action Pack? Oh, where to start? There is so much. So we have gathered um, quite a few different entrepreneurs from different areas. And so there's going to be a lot of different things for people to kind of choose from and say, okay, in my particular case, which of these products um, is going to help me the most? So like we have several life coaches and business coaches, career coaching. Um, There's two aromatherapists, someone who does meditation, just uh, some diet and exercise, uh, Nadine uh, Groshoyak, mm-hmm. who's the gluten-free RN. One I'm really excited is Renee Thompson, who does so much wonderful, amazing work on nurse bullying. Absolutely. Um, so there's just a lot of different things. Um, to, so because it's not always just there's one thing that's going to change everybody's lives. It's there's pieces to it. Self care can come in many many forms. Everybody's a little bit different. I can't tell you what self care is for you. You have to decide. Um, and so what I tried to do is just get a lot of really cool people together that could help different aspects to empower people and give them that self care that they needed. That's awesome. So. I think I understand that it's launching on March 17th, 2019. Yes, the promotional period will start on the 17th where we're just going to be talking about it and give everybody a chance to kind of see what it is and who's involved. We're going to be doing some fun. um, I'm going to do a self-care challenge to help people kind of challenge themselves every day to just do something small to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. And we'll have a giveaway and some stuff like that. So it'll be fun. The actual sale, because it's a bundle, right? You get everything in the pack. You get all together. Right. So we can only offer the sale for one week. So Ooh. it'll be on sale from April 14th to April 21st. And then it is done. It goes away forever. If you come to me on the 22nd, I can't help you out. So we oh. want to make sure if you're listening to this in 2019, uh, to definitely come take a look um, because it is a very time limited offer. Okay. So it's going to be April 14th to 21st, 2019. Correct. Okay. So this episode is launching in March. So it'll give people a month to check out the website and make a decision about if they want to take part and if they want to share it with their peers and colleagues, right? Mm -hmm. And then they'll have the time to actually get involved starting on the 14th. And when you say April 14th to April 21st, 2019, that means they can purchase it at any time from the 14th through the 21st. Correct. And it's not like they have to use up everything during that week. They can purchase it and then they have it all to use forever once they've purchased it. 
prob for in most cases in there most are like cases. we do have one she's a, a Renee Hughes who mm-hmm. is a aromatherapist and she's she has a membership site mm-hmm. um, and so she's granting two months access into her membership site so you'll have some time to start your two months you don't have to start it right on the 14th um, but once you join in then you would get access for two months I see so some things like my access to my books will be permanent and some things will be time oriented or time limited. Correct. Most Great. things most things are books or courses that people will probably have access to. Okay. Um, but we'll be very specific with that on the page so you know, you know which is which. Yeah, which one do you have to jump on really fast and which one you can put on your shelf, your digital shelf and wait till another time like to read my book or something like that. Yeah, I do. I mean, I anticipate if people wanted to go through everything, it's going to take them months to go through all this material because there's a lot of really good stuff, books and courses, um, downloads. There's there's some really fun stuff in here. Right. So they might want to start, obviously, with the time limited stuff and then move on to the other stuff that's more evergreen that they'll have access to later. So it sounds like and looks like when I look at the Nurse Action Pack now, We've got Renee with the bullying stuff. We have our friend Tierra Owen, who talks about nursing ourselves and work-life balance. And then we have all sorts of stuff, fitness, diet, like you said, business stuff, if any of you out there are interested in business, meditation, which many of us can benefit from, aromatherapy, which is something you can learn and then make it happen on your own in your own life. So a lot of this stuff is seems and I know is very, um, what would you say, empowering for the individual to make their own choices. That's what definitely what I was going for. I mean, the theme of this pack is nurse empowerment. I think we talk a lot about patient satisfaction all the time. Everybody, every nurse in a hospital has heard about nurse satisfaction or pa- mm-hmm. patient satisfaction. Patients, HCAP and- scores. Exactly. And I really wanted to switch that up a little bit and talk about nurse satisfaction because I think patient satisfaction starts with nurse satisfaction. I've been very fortunate to work in some really great hospitals and environments where they did value nurse satisfaction, but I know not everywhere does. And again, instead of waiting for them to satisfy you, I want to give nurses that ability to find different ways to empower themselves and to find that satisfaction from themselves instead of just waiting for someone else to maybe do it or not. Exactly. And, you know, don't get me started. Well, you actually already did, so it's too late. (laughs) So uh, I understand HCAP scores. I understand why they're important. And I understand why Medicare has tied them to reimbursement, I guess is the simplest way to say it. However, like you said, nurse and staff satisfaction is where it actually all begins because if you have an unhappy nurse who doesn't feel supported, feels undervalued, overworked, how satisfied can she make her patients if she feels like crap every day and is treated like just another cog in the wheel? So personally, if I was Medicare or CMS or whatever, right, CMS is what they call themselves, I guess, Center for Medicaid and Medicare Services, I would actually create a nurse satisfaction or staff satisfaction survey type of situation where reimbursement is actually tied to staff development and staff satisfaction. Because wouldn't that be more of a 
thorn in the side of administrators and executives to make workplaces healthier and happier? I am blown away by that idea. I think it is amazing. Oh, thanks. No charge. No charge. Um, <laughs> like, wow. If you Can you imagine how much change would happen very, very quickly if that and I and I can picture listeners right now shaking their heads saying it's never gonna happen. Never gonna happen. And Well, it's never gonna happen unless we make it happen. Exactly. Um, so in the pack, uh, one of the contributors is Janie Harvey Gardner, who oh, runs yeah. the Show Me Your Stethoscope group. She's wonderful. And she um, is going to do a special session on how to get involved politically. And I am super excited about that because mm -hmm. I think as nurses, we underestimate the power that we have and we think, oh, it's just me and there's nothing I can do and my voice doesn't matter. And we get so caught up in, you know, we're, we're used to being in this, I, I'm, I'm using this word very cautiously, but it's, you know, we, we think of ourselves in as, as a subservient kind of profession where we're there to help and we just want to do the right thing and and we don't always stand in our power. And right. I think I would encourage people to find ways to get involved politically and to start making those changes because certainly we as we can see administration is not going to make those changes for us. Yeah, right. And like we just had 300 nursing students at the state house, the roundhouse here in New Mexico, lobbying for particular bills that are going through our state legislature right now. One being safe harbor for nurses, where you can actually make the choice of saying, you know, this assignment feels unsafe. I am, I'm eliciting, or whatever the word is, safe harbor. And that means you cannot be disciplined or charged with patient abandonment if you think a an assignment is unsafe or puts your license or the patient at risk. So we had hundreds of nurses at the state house advocating and lobbying for this particular bill, which I'm thinking might pass the state legislature. We're working on it. So, awesome. you know, you don't have to become a lobbyist or you can run for Congress or the state house, or you can run for city council or the school board. And I encourage many of you to do that, but there's plenty of other ways to be empowered and take action in the world. And it's up to each of us how we do that, right? Exactly. There's, there's never a one size fit all kind of solution. As long as you're doing something, I think that's what's important. Right. Like Jane, the nurse might decide, yeah, I'm going to run for city council and I want to impact my local community. Another nurse might run for Congress. We have quite a few nurses in Congress right now, um, mm -hmm. more in the House than in the Senate. I, I don't even know if there's, I think there's, there might be one in the Senate. I'm not sure. There's quite a few in the House. So it's really up to all of us what it is. Some of us might want to write letters to the editor. Some of us might want to just maybe meet with our administrators and try to make change happen in the place where we work. So mm -hmm. you don't you don't have to be politically involved, but you can make the choice, right? It's all about self-determination and making deliberate choices. Exactly. Yeah. And it sounds like in your coaching, that's part of your biggest job, I guess, is helping people make better choices in their lives. I think you're right. I think what I do is help what well, even better choices. I help people make choices. Make choices. I mean, instead of just letting it happen, it's about making the choices of what you want that you mm -hmm. think this is going to help me get where I want to go. Right. And if people like what they're hearing, 
and they think, wow, I would really like to to meet Rob and I want to understand what he does. How do they contact you and what happens once they contact you for to explore coaching with you? Um, easy ways. If you go to my website, there is a contact form there. You can send me an email. You can sign up for a, a free session just to kind of talk to me for a few minutes. Okay. Um, but it's really just about finding out, like, I'm going to ask you questions like, what is it that you want and what are you not getting? And, you know, how, how does that make you feel? Mm-hmm. And it's really just about taking a look at our lives and are we really making choices that are helping us or not? Great. So they can have a complimentary consult with you like people do with me all the time. Mm -hmm. And then they can decide if they want to work with you or not without any obligation. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's Rob Hillman Coaching, R-O-B-B, HillmanCoaching.com. Remember, folks, also NurseActionPack.com. That launches on March 17th, 2019 and is only available April 14th to April 21st, 2019. I'm assuming there's going to be more Nurse Action Packs in the future, but you definitely want to hop on this one now. It's an amazing deal and you're going to get a lot out of it. And watch for other stuff Rob is doing by going to facebook.com forward slash Rob Hillman Coaching. So that's that's where you that's your happy place on social media, right? Facebook? I do. I people love to hate on the Facebook. I love it. Mm-hmm. It does what I want it to do. <laughs> right. I hang out there too. I don't hang out there personally much, but I definitely spend a lot of time at Nurse Keith Coaching on Facebook. So I I totally get it. So that's where people can find you and you're doing great work in the world. You know, you and I are very much aligned and I think there's something will happen in the future where you and I maybe do something pretty cool together or maybe with some other people. It might be live, it might be virtual, but I, let's um, let's just keep that in the pot. I would absolutely love yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, so Rob, you're so wonderful and I really appreciate you being here and you're, you're a force to be reckoned with out there and, and thanks for doing so much good work in the world. Thank you so much, Keith, I appreciate that. So there you have it, folks. Thank you for listening to The Nurse Key Show. Remember, this is episode 198, and you can learn more about Rob and find all the links to The Nurse Action Pack and Rob Hillman Coaching at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 198. Of course, I hope you feel uplifted and empowered from this episode, and I want you to take inspired action, including signing up for the Nurse Action Pack and looking out for and reaching out to Rob Hillman for some coaching. The Nurse Keith Show is edited and produced by Tim Hollowell of thepodcastinggroup.com. Shout out to Tim and his team. And social media and promotion are handled by Mark Capispeason. Shout out to Mark and his beautiful family. I want you to stay positive, care for yourself and others, take inspired action in the interest of your career and your life, and tune in again as we explore how to take your life and career to the next level with people like the amazing Rob Hillman. So be well, dig deep, seek joy, and keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith signing off from beautiful and sunny Santa Fe, New Mexico, and Rob Hillman signing off from... Henderson, Las Vegas, Nevada. Henderson, Las Vegas, Nevada. Okay, everyone, take care. And Rob, thanks again. You are wonderful. Thank you so much, Keith. I appreciate it. 